welcome to another episode of Title Town. How are you today, Craig? I'm pretty okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a little hurt today, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, you sound great you know, for like a 40-year-old smoke-a-pack-a-day housewife. <laughs> I sound a little worse than I feel. That's good to know. So it's not all that bad. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. That's good. You I, sound great. I sound normal. Yeah. Silky smooth. <laughs> sound like myself. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is going to be a fun couple uh, couple of minutes. Yeah, we have some good stuff to talk about this week. A lot, uh, uh, lot happened with our hometown teams. Yeah, well, some of them, anyways. Uh, you wanna you wanna just get a little caught up here because uh, it's uh, I've been I've been. You're gonna have to carry the show today, Melissa. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I've been out of town. I'm a little worse for the wear. Uh, so just you know. Help me out. We'll make it. Uh, all right. You want to start? I carry the load. It's what the people want anyway. <laughs> true. Oh, I'm sorry. That's true. All right. You 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 start us off here. All right. We might as well start with the Celtics since they are kind of the talk of the town right now. I would mm-hmm. say they're definitely the hot hot team. For sure. Uh, this was a crazy week for them. It was a little bit of a tale of two teams if you missed either of the games. On Tuesday night, we saw them take the parquet in Boston and basically just own the Brown and the Cavs. They mm-hmm. like had no answer for what the Celtics were dishing out. Um, we'll go into more detail later on in the show, kind of about the games and our predictions for the future. Um, the Celtics ended up winning Tuesday, 107 to 94. Then we get to Saturday night and literally the complete opposite thing happened in Cleveland. Um, and the C's lose 116 to 86. Oof. Uh, one big difference in the Saturday night game is LeBron got some help from the people around him. Wasn't just him carrying the team. Um, and once again, we see home court being a deciding factor in the playoffs. One other thing to note, the Celtics are now one in five on the road in the playoffs this year. Undefeated at home, though. That's why you got to get that high seed. Yeah, what it matters for. you got to play in the regular season. Exactly. Uh, baseball team. Yeah, they're playing. We got one of those. Uh, Red Sox finished up their series against Oakland earlier the, uh, this week, and uh, now Baltimore is in town. Uh, they took one out of three from the A's and three out of four from the Orioles, uh, including on... Oh, the Patriots Day makeup game. Right. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. It got rained out. It sure did. Uh, some of the highlights from the week. Uh, J.D. Martinez hitting two home runs on Sunday. Now he is tied for the uh, league lead with 15, most in Major League Baseball. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about the Sox, you know, power uh, infusion <laughs> later on. Um, and we also saw David Price pitch a complete game against uh, the Orioles. What was, was that? A gem of a game. A I gem. Mean. It was the makeup that game was on Thursday. Weekend, Thursday. I yeah. believe it was either Thursday or Friday. Cool. Don't question the writing. Decent weekend for them. <laughs> Decent weekend for them. Uh, the Bruins, obviously, not a lot to report here. They they didn't turn any of their golf scores to us, so I don't know how they're doing out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they did release some key dates for next year, including training camp, um, and they'll also be playing a preseason game against the Flames in China in September. Who knew? Which I thought was interesting. There's apparently a whole like NHL in China initiative. That's rolling out. Interesting. Not really a hot market for hockey, I wouldn't imagine, but lots of people. So you probably make some fans over there. There are tons of people. That's for (laughs) sure. That's why every company ever wants to get over there. Yeah. But like, you know, it gets cold. They have hockey. Oh, yeah. They certainly have ice. They have ice. I don't know if they have have hockey. hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure this Bruins... Calgary uh, preseason game will inspire ignite a fire amongst the (laughs) Chinese population billions to strap on some skates (laughs) Uh, in the rest of the NHL though Tampa is now up 3-2 on Washington which that's a reversal from last week where Tampa came I mean 
Washington came out strong yep. in the start of that yep. series. It's getting a little choky down in D.C. People are getting nervous that Just, the Capitals are going to be the Capitals. Yeah, they are be right. following through with yep. what you would expect from them. Uh, also, and I think best of all from the whole week, Golden Knights won the Western Conference. Fuck set, yeah. Sent the Jets right on back over the border. Fuck yeah. It's sick. For, I really I think, want... What they say? Uh, it's the first time since like 1966 yeah. that uh, an expansion team made it to, went the, cup. to the cup in their first year. So St. Louis Blues all the way back then. Ooh. Cool for them. Wow. I thought it was the first time in NHL history. I, I, I would have assumed that too, but I heard, heard it had been 50 years. So Yeah. And the crazy part about that too, like a lot of people don't know this, but like just briefly, like the way that the NHL expansion draft works is like when like the, the, the Vegas Golden Knights were just like a team that didn't exist before this year, right? So the way that they get players is every team in the league has to like offer up some amount of their own players. And like, this is formula based on like yeah. salary, like, you know, one player from this bracket of the salary, two players from this bracket of the salary, blah, 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 blah. And they just take all the swag from their roster that like all the overpaid bums that they don't want. And they offer them up to the expansion team and then they pick right. like it's, insane that like from that they are now in the Stanley Cup final like that's wild that's like the importance of like good scouting and knowing who these players are makes a difference like they picked the right scrap from the heap you know and yeah, like put apparently. together and like the NHL like, does what they can do to make it so that it's not all crap right which is why they do the salary thing but all every team ends up doing is taking the most overpaid guy right. <laughs> the contract they regret the most it's, right. all, it's almost like a blessing these expansion drafts they can be like oh man we really paid that guy too much huh all right well, nine years hopefully for they, 70 million hopefully vegas bites on that fucking yeah, take shitty contract that peter shirelli gave out <laughs> so anyways yeah just in, in case anybody didn't know that's yeah crazy it's sick i'm so hard in their court so hard. <laughs> so fucking hard in their court. <laughs> you know what they should have done, though? They shouldn't have called that team the Golden Knights. It should have just been the Knights. Vegas Knights. Because then it's like a play on words, like Vegas Knights. Oh, I get it. And that you can still been. use all the same like, imagery. I think it is of, still like, a play on words, though. Yeah, but the Golden Knight, you would never... like. Yeah. It kind of is. But like the fact that they put Golden in there just makes it... like. Why do you have to put an adjective in front of the... Yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah, it's weird. You're right. Thank yeah, you. Vegas Knights would have been good. Is that our last thing? You got to talk about the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, remember them? <laughs> uh, really, the only thing that happened this week in Patriots land uh, was Matt Light uh, was voted into the Patriots Hall of Fame last week. And we had one more thing. Also. We did uh, late breaking. <laughs> OTAs are still going on. This is actually the third OTA se session starts today as we're recording monday, monday may 21st um typically this ota session is where they actually practice like pads like and everything. football moves are happening i don't know if they go pads but it's not just like weightlifting or like watching video it's like actual football practice yeah. happens um and it looks like brady will not be there yeah he ain't lifting weights resistance bands baby well so a lot of <laughs> yeah, it's all about the pliability uh a lot of people assumed that this is the ota session that he would go to because gotcha. he's always been like a I practice hard I lead the way for my team I've never missed a practice mm -hmm. kind of guy and even in years where he has missed the first two sessions he's always been yeah. at session three because he used to do the thing like out in California yeah. with like the receivers he would basically have his own little yeah because his son was out there thing. and so he yeah. would be out there but but now it uh it looks like he's gonna miss it it did not appear that he was there today uh mandatory mini camp starts on June 4th 
So we'll see what happens there in a couple weeks. If he's not there, the fucking oh boy. sky. Oh sky my is god! Fall. Every. Um, I mean, I think he will be. Get Jimmy G on the phone. We fucked up. The funny part about Gotta Brady back. not. <laughs> the funny part about Brady not doing these OTAs is that, like, unlike you know, like I said in years past where he's been in California and stuff, like. He's here. Yeah, he's he's twenty miles away. <laughs> yeah, like, and he's like <laughs> doing stuff at TB12, which is like at Gillette. It's not like at Gillette. It is at Gillette. Like, he's literally just like up the hill at TB12, doing resistance bands. Yeah, and while a, the entire team is down the hill on the field doing OTAs. Like, that to me is just like, ee, like that's a bad look, man. It is. Like again, like it's one thing if you're like, oh, I got this, I got that, like whatever. You're Tom Brady. Like you, I, you do, you have, do, you know, you do afforded you. yourself a certain amount of latitude in terms of like things you can and can't do. But, like, if you're going to be here, why not just join the team? Like, you don't have some other... <laughs> some prior commitment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, if you're not doing, like, the Under Armour China tour anymore, like, you're here. Right. Anyways. It's a reverse commute. Like, you're leaving the city. Yeah. It's, it's much easier. It's super good. Yeah. Super, super good. <laughs> um, all right. You want to uh, get into some of this basketball stuff? I do. It's definitely been um, the the most talked about series yeah. going on right now. Probably because it's the only one. Yeah, I mean, it's the <laughs> only series going on right survival. now. We got regular season baseball survival and of the fittest. Eastern you Conference Finals. Propelled yourself to the top. Like you said, Bruins are not sharing with us their golf scores. So <laughs> They should. I'd got. be interested to know. Uh, last time we recorded, <laughs> it was right before game two. Yeah. When game two happened, it was like the LeBron James show. Except he still except lost. Except it didn't work. Right. So he ended up putting up like 46 points 40 that yeah. game. And 20 of which were in the first quarter. And it was like, oh, shit, this is going to be like one, it's of those, period. one of those nights. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he put up a triple double, which is like insane. And then was the team overall, though, got just smoked. Yeah, by the it was not. It wasn't competitive. Close. It wasn't like yet. you hear LeBron put up 46 in a triple double and they lost and it was a buzzer beater. It was like you could have turned it off at the, in the third quarter. And yeah known what happened yeah i think that was an important one because like game one they all just played like crap lebron took like 16 shots even like he was passing a lot like it was just like weird and like clearly not their their night i don't know if you know but that's when he was like you know figuring it out getting the lay of the land yeah yeah, it's very important for him feeling out it's a feeling out process assess the situation you don't want to just jump right to action so he continued that feeling out process in game two with 42 points like 12 <laughs> rebounds and 10 assists or something like that. But because they lost, it was probably still a feeling out process. Yeah. Particularly in game two, I thought the Cavs just like the cat, not like the, not including LeBron, I guess, but just the Cavs yeah. in general. Th- There's a lot of bums on that team. Like, oh yeah, they looked like trash Ky- out there. Like Kyle just, Korver, oh. Jeff Green, like all these dudes are just like, they just literally like stopped running. Like so many of, like there was so many times where it was like, you're just not. You're going the wrong way. Like the Celtics would pass the ball like two, maybe three times. And they would just be like, oh, oh could you guys, oh God, all right. <laughs> and then like, you know. Lope whatever down happened. the yeah, corner. It was yeah. just, it was brutal. Yeah. It's crazy that like in the Eastern Conference final of a league that like effort can be such a noticeable thing. Yeah. Like they didn't try it. in the second half of that game. They were like, oh, well, we like took our shot. Like LeBron, you know, dropped 20 in the first quarter and like had 30 or something by the time halftime rolls around. And like there were, I would imagine in that situation, if you're on the Cavs, you're used to being up by a good margin. And like yeah. all that happens in the first half, you look at the scoreboard and you're, they're up by like four. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. LeBron's on his way to 60 points. And you assume like, oh, well, we yeah. got, that's fine. We could just mail the rest of it in. 
So they did. And, and then all of a sudden they like found themselves in like a tight game in the third and fourth quarter. The Celtics wouldn't go away. Right. They weren't just going to like yield to LeBron's like he was like, oh, I'm taking this game over, which he like did for a, a while. But like, I don't know. They just didn't decide like they didn't just like succumb to it. They like kept playing the game and the rest of the Cavs were like, oh, God, we don't. This is not. We don't want to do this. This is not what we signed up for. This is way too hard. This is too many minutes. Mm. Is game two the one where LeBron got uh, concussed? Well, allegedly concussed. Yeah, he got smashed in the face by Jason Tatum. I actually thought it was like it looked like a hard hit. Like he, I, I think he was like maybe hamming it up a little bit when he was like walking around all like woozy or whatever afterwards. But like. He definitely got smoked in the face. Yeah, he Jackson got smashed Tatum's by his shoulder. Totem. Yeah, Tatum's yeah. shoulder. I'm calling totem. <laughs> <laughs> totem. It's just there's a five vowels. I'll use the ones I choose. <laughs> Can't stop me. Um, yeah, got like you know just crushed right under the yeah chin. right in the jaw. It was a yeah. hard hit. Oh yeah, that'll rattle you. You'll yeah, feel that for a while. For sure. and, you know, it's not like hockey. They don't wear any headgear like the sure shirt. Unless sure you're in bead and they're like protecting all your orbital bones. Mm-hmm. Fucking gross. Uh, <laughs> anyway, LeBron gets smashed in the face. He's walking around all dazed and confused and woozy. Mm-hmm. Takes himself down the tunnel. Yeah, he, he will. did leave the game for yeah. a time, but then was came, came back. back pretty quickly. He was a little sketchy when asked and interviewed about whether or not he had passed concussion protocols. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so they were interviewing him about it and they asked like, oh, did they like you the test like you passed concussion protocols and he was like yeah i I passed the test they gave me Hmm. and it was a little like are you (laughs) two thoughts went through my mind one i wonder what the nba's concussion protocol is because like i don't know and you don't hear about it in the same way you do like football but you see how it could just as easily happen in basketball with the way they play like how aggressive they frequently but yeah, yeah i mean it could still go down and then I thought, is he setting himself up so that if he loses this series, he has something to blame it on? Yeah, that sounds to me like he's saying, yeah, yeah. well, I, I I, know I'm concussed, but I passed their dumb test. Right. <laughs> like, that's what right. that sounds like to me. Like, he's saying, like, their test did not, you know, it doesn't tell you the full story. But, like, yeah, I passed the test. Right. You know? So it makes me wonder. So, like, he loses in six, right? Is he then able to say, like. Well, I was playing with a concussion right, the whole right, time, right. guys. Well, <laughs> like, I'm sure if he does lose, there'll be something like that. Yeah, we're going to hear about like, that. The most extreme of which would probably be that. The less extreme would be like, well, I only lost because look at these bums that are on this team with me. <laughs> well, I think he'll probably go for both. Yeah. or the, And like ESPN will definitely do it for him. Oh, not. yeah. Jesus. They'll be sycophants all over the place just... Top, it'll be their top 10 web gems is just him getting hit in the face and everyone just banking shots off the rim. It'd be like a clockwork orange, just yeah. like kids flashing <laughs> clips on the screen. Smash face, miss shots. Smash face, miss free throws. Smash face, yeah. Cal Corver pouting. Anyway, so <laughs> fast forward to Saturday night, long layover. We're in every other territory now, though. So yeah. it's going to be Saturday, tonight, Monday, Wednesday, and then Friday, I think, if needed, right? Um, uh, yeah. That long layover actually ended up... Or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then and yeah, Sunday, if needed. Sunday, if needed, yeah. That long layover actually ended up playing out well for LeBron. Certainly for the Cavs. Because They're he, a little older. Right. Um, if he did get smashed, he does have a concussion. Now he's got three days to right, right, right. heal from it as opposed to going every other. So in light of this blowout in game three, Celtics yeah. lose real bad. Not great. 
No, at no point was that. No, ever. it was never in question. They and were like, never really close. Body language wise, like you could just see it. Like they were just like they like unlike the Cavs, they actually kept competing in the game. Yes, but like, effort was still there. You could see like Stevens, like hands on the head. Like Jalen Brown looked like he would like saw a ghost. Like yeah. it was just a bad night. Bad night. Yep. So I have some questions for you, Melissa. Oh, okay. My voice needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so does this make you nervous? The fact that they got smushed as bad as they did? No. Why? I have so many reasons. So take your rest. Break us off a couple of them. <laughs> One, I, I've been saying since the Philly series that they're on house money. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay. You lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James. Like, that's nothing to be sad about. Like, you don't need to feel bad that you're losing to a team. They're not. Fair enough. The, the people around LeBron aren't necessarily the cream of the crop in the NBA, but they have put together a good season. Like they finished third in the Eastern Conference. Yep. They're not the wild card team coming in. It's also in. the best player on the planet. Right. It's also LeBron James in a superstar driven league. Mm-hmm. I, your voice is messed up, but like my ability to speak your pronunci- is yeah, your not great. Your has been suffering. <laughs> um, two, I think... We've talked so much about like home court being so important in the NBA and game threes in particular, I feel like are just written for the home team to win. You know, they lost two on the road. Like never should anyone have expected the Celtics to sweep the Cleveland Cavaliers out of the NBA playoffs. Like that's not the way this story is going to go. Yeah. No. And so I fully expect you going into that game that that was Cleveland's game. Like they were going to win it. So just like Philly should have won their game three. Right. They like had all the pieces in place to do it and just confetti guy was ready. Confetti. Yeah. That guy was on the buzzer. Like they just fell apart. He knew the script. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So follow up question to that. Yeah. Is do you think that there is any value in getting like blown out as opposed to let's say it was a tight game that came down to the wire and like, you know, the Celtics lose on a buzzer beater or something like that. And like, you just kind of get your heart ripped out. Like, do you think there's, would you rather lose like that competitively or just get totally schwacked? I'd rather just get blown out. Sometimes it's just not your night, Mm. you know? And you have to just like, or sometimes it is just the other guy's night, right? And you got to like take that for what it's worth. I feel like when you lose in a buzzer beater type game, it can have an impact on you for longer than just the day of the game. So now they play Saturday. Now Sunday, they're spending all day thinking, oh, we should have had that. We should have had that. Instead of focusing on, all right, what do we, what did we do in game one and two that worked really well for us? And what didn't go well in game three, let's adapt and react to that. Mm -hmm. Instead of always feeling like you were so close, like we should have one, don't, don't you feel like if we take it out of the context of basketball and go back to the Super Bowl, like if the Eagles had beaten the Patriots by 20 points, wouldn't you have been like, all right, it was just their year. But the way they lost is like, it makes you angry yeah. and you stay angry. Like if someone talks to me about the Super Bowl today, I get angry about it. Yeah. I feel like the difference is if you get blown out or if you lose the close game, I feel like you wind up being like, if I only did that one thing, like yeah. if I only, you know, made that one shot. Whereas if you get blown out, you're just like, as a team, you just got to reset and be like, okay, right. we need to do this better. We need to do this better. We need to do this better. Right. It's not like this one little thing that's just like bothering you. You can't you know? put it on like any one call or right. one play write up like or like Brad one Stevens shot or like free throw. It's like tossing and turning about like the one little whiteboard yeah. play that he drew right. up. Yeah, that didn't work. Right. Whatever. It was all of us. We yeah. sucked from opening whistle to like end of the game. We got to do better. 
across the board. Yeah. And then I think you can work together to figure it out. See, I think, do, uh, do you think it'll be a close one tonight or do you think it'll be a, a blowout one way or the other? Ooh. I think it'll be closer. I still think the Cavs are going to win though. I agree. I don't think the Celtics are going to get fucking their faces smashed off no. twice. But our boy Scott Foster's yeah, referee the NBA, again, they the announced NBA that. has deployed the, the fixers. Yeah, uh, this league brown extenders. guy and Foster. And uh, they are known for doing what they need to do to extend series. It seems like basically the NBA wants to engineer these series yeah. to be 2-2. That's what I was going to ask and you. And then best of, best of three from there on <laughs> yeah. out. But like, See how it goes. They really want that 2-2 to, to happen. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you. So you feel like the NBA is aware of the perception of the Foster-Brown pairing heading into a game and is like comfortable with it? See, I, I think the casual fan... So like not you and I, I don't think the casual fan really knows or cares about who the refs are Yeah, uh, and what their reputations are and what they're like known for and how they've been deployed strategically to like yeah. do the thing. I think that like the casual fan is happy to have a long series is like happy to have that two, two tied series. Whereas like the more hardcore fan, like, is a little bit more aware of that sort of stuff, but I don't think the NBA really cares that that's the case. Yeah, they don't. The, the whole like gambling scandal, you don't feel like leaves a cloud over them and they try to be as well, clean if and, you look, and tight as possible. If you look into the history of like Donahue and Scott Foster, yeah, like it is very clear that they were both <laughs> in on it and the and the NBA wanted to spin it like Donahue was just the rogue ref. Right. When it was clearly not the case that right. there was just one guy. There's no way. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. And like Scott Foster, like there's transcripts, there's text messages, yeah. there's like they There's hard evidence. Yeah. Uh, this man still has a job refereeing in the NBA. Scott Foster does, yeah, yeah. It's not like they tried to you know, it's not like they knew and shielded him and then like tried to like maybe slowly move him out, like right, force right. him into retirement a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Nope, Give him a little sweetheart deal. Nope, he's on game the floor four, with the whistle. Eastern Conference Finals. Just like Yeah. You're right. You it's totally true. They could have just kept him on as like, you know what? Like we're not going to like yeah. blow you out of here, but like right. give you a couple of regular season games, like yeah, you pay just, you a lot so yeah. you don't tell on us. Right. Like, yeah. 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 And just like ease them yeah, on out. Put them in but like nope. big spots. High all profile. The time. Yeah, yeah. In every series. It's been in every series. It's extended mm -hmm. almost every series in these NBA playoffs. Yeah. So that being said as well, who do you think? So obviously the final four now is Celtics Cavs and Golden State Houston. Yeah. If the Cavs win and Golden State wins, that would be the fourth year in a row yeah. that it's been Golden State and Cleveland in the finals. Yeah. Four years in a row. I don't feel like that's great for the NBA. So the question Leagues is... need some parity. So who do you think the NBA wants between Houston, Golden State, Cleveland, Boston? Yeah, we... I don't know. I've thought a lot about this. It's tough. It is tough. I feel like the NBA needs some parity. Having four years in a row, the same two teams That's is bad. brutal. Like I it's feel like brutal. in a vacuum, if you're just looking at this year, it would be like LeBron Golden State, right? Yeah, like they that would makes love that. all the sense in the world. But if you look They've at it in the that. context yeah. of the last, you know, you don't want like half a decade of the same two teams. Right. I think the other side though is that the NBA is a superstar driven league and they like live for their jersey sales and mm -hmm. shoe deals and like getting NBA players are probably some of the most recognizable athletes. Oh, for sure. On the planet yeah. because there is nothing obstructing them. 
There's no helmets. There's no face masks. It, it's a close up game. Mm-hmm. There's not huge teams. It's not like football where there's 53 guys in the team. It's like you really get to know people. They want to promote and celebrate their superstars of which the Celtics currently have <laughs> Don't none. have very many. Yeah. Yeah. And almost are bucking the trend that they're winning with Ky- they have superstars, right? It's Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, and they were supposed to be the face of the franchise, mm-hmm. and they're both yeah, they're the out. face of the men's warehouse. Yeah, exactly. With their suits like, on the bench, they're the yeah bench warmers right now, and like yeah. that's not the image the NBA is going for. So I find it hard to believe that NBA would want the Celtics to go to the finals. Yeah, I think they like them getting to the Eastern Conference Finals because it's like, oh, future of the NBA. Like, there's gonna be a star on this team. Watch them play now. But at the end of the day, I think it's got to be the Cavs. And then, so I guess they got to want the Rockets in there. Uh, I feel like on the Western Conference side of things, there's like they can't lose. Like they're good. You got James Harden in the Rockets or Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors, right? Like, so like either way, you've got your superstar talent, you've got your like one or like first or second best team in the West going to the finals. Like Western Conference is gravy. But yeah, to your point, like I, it does not seem like the Celtics are of the mold that the NBA really wants to be promoting, at least right now. But I do think that they would benefit from some interesting storylines leading up to... Because, I mean, it's not like the Celtics are some rando team. You know what I mean? Like the Celtics yeah. have... They're, a, they're, a, they're a, a team that has a draw, you know, outside of just New England. Like that's a staple franchise in the NBA. Like I don't think they would be devastated like the like looking at like the nhl side like the possibility of them having like nashville winnipeg as the stanley cup final like that would have been like fuck those are random ass places <laughs> and like they would have a tough time marketing that like nationally but if you went like celtics rockets like that's that's not so bad so you got some numbers for i've got us? some statistics for you yeah let's do it so in the last three years the nba uh-huh. finals have had their highest average viewership since 1998. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how those, how the lowest within is the last, 2007. I wonder how those last three years though compare with each other. Uh, so I can show down, you because I have a bar up. graph. It is slightly going up. Fuck. I would say by like a million viewers. So yeah. not a ton in the grand scheme of things. But when you look at, so I'm like looking at this, again, a bar graph and I'm doing the math quickly. Not my strong suit. I would say they had that in 2014, they had 15 million viewers. In 2015, they had. This is like average. Average game. game. 20 million, then like 21, 22, and 16 and 17. So it's going up. Yeah. In 98, they had almost 30. Wow. Just for some context. The fuck was in the finals in 98? Jordan? It's got to be Jordan. Anyways. So the, that flies in the face of what we're saying a little bit. Because I would have expected, like, it's what, interesting because I've been less and less interested in the NBA Finals each year for the last three years. Oh, yeah. The ni- 98 was the Chicago Bulls and the Utah Jazz. Ah, hell of a LeBron. Series. I mean, it was LeBron. It was Jordan's last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So maybe the NBA doesn't give a fuck. Maybe they just want another LeBron Golden State. I mean, that's in the numbers. Like, they're doing fine. Yeah. I, I got to believe, though, that if they meet for a fourth time and it's equally as non-competitive as last year. Like, I think the Cavs lost in five or maybe six last year, but, like, they got beat bad. In 2017? Last year, yeah, against the against Golden State. Um, Like, I got to believe that four years in a row, same two teams, and if the conclusion is the same or similar to as it was last year, like, that's not good for the league. 
But hey, if they keep on getting, you know, 20 plus million fucking eyeballs on it. Well, I wonder. So I guess I should have just. Yeah, maybe we just. Maybe I should have finished reading that article because now I'm wondering Golden State won the last two, right? 16 and 17? Uh, Yeah. So maybe they do want them in for the three-peat. Yeah, Which is what, I mean, you're looking at that trend. Jordan's last year of his second three-peat was the highest rated series since like the 80s. Yeah, I guess maybe we're just underestimating how much people like watching Golden State win. Because I think they are still like likable, you know? Yeah, they're definitely no LeBron. Um, So yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, I would love to see the Celtics buck the trend just because... I don't know. I always used to like the San Antonio Spurs for that reason because like basketball hated them. Yeah. Like they hated the way they played. They hated the fact that they didn't have like the singular superstar. And like, I just loved watching them play because nobody else did. Like they just like were a good team team and they were well coached and like it was kind of boring and not that flashy, but they won championships. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, They had that one superstar. That big guy with, yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't like, (laughs) even Tim Duncan wasn't like, uh, very NBA superstar-ish. Yeah. You know, pretty soft-spoken, pretty mild-mannered, like right. doesn't no really... No flashy suits, nothing yeah, crazy. never had the... Never like but really... Uh, he was consistent. Yeah. And boring. Consistently yeah. boring is what he was. He was good. Which is great. Did so, his yeah, job. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's 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 kind of the way it's been going early on in these NBA series is that it seems like it'll get to 2-2 some way or another and then we'll go from there. I would... I'll do backflips if the Celtics can win tonight, though. If they can steal oh, a road game. Because the other thing is, here's a, here's my last question for you, is the, the Celtics could lose by 50 points every time they play in Cleveland. As long as they don't lose at home, yeah, they're going to win this series. It's true. So do you see them losing a home game? I mean, I, I guess I do because I still think Cleveland is going to win the series. See, I, If they win tonight, though, Monday night, game four in Cleveland... I, Oh man, I would be so on the bandwagon for them. See, I joined. I would, wear, I would put my Celtics t-shirt on tomorrow. Work like, <laughs> get my green flag out. <laughs> I I was uh, after game two. I was m- much more willing to actually like accept the possibility that the Celtics might win because in game one LeBron yeah. played like shit. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, well that's fine. Not you can throw that out as right. evidence. Like that's like, like the win counts. I'm not trying to take it away from him, but like as a litmus test for the rest of the series, like LeBron's not going to have a bad game most nights. <laughs> right. Game two, four bad LeBron games. had a great game and the Celtics still won. And it was like, okay, now that is something you can actually like take something away from because that is an, a more accurate representation of who the Cavs are. Yeah. They're LeBron James, et cetera. And if he's going to go off and you can still win, then like that tells you something. Yeah, I guess it's going to depend on if the rest of the Cavaliers decide to show up for three more games. Yeah, which or I think they, they, take two I more think they might only be able to do that at home. I don't know. I think that might be like a home road thing where like the sucky supporting cast of the Cavs is only able to be not sucky when they're included. Well, I can't wait to find out. Same. Uh, all right, you ready for the lightning round, Craig? Yeah, totally. I got some questions for you. Let's do it. So, Dustin Pedroia, you remember him? I do. Yeah. Scrap, second scrappy, scrappy guy. <laughs> scrappy do, if you will. Uh, is making his minor league rehab starts as he inches his way back towards playing with the big club. His next test is to play in back-to-back games in Pawtucket. Uh, here comes our age-old question, though. Uh-huh. With the socks this hot, do you want him back right now? Yeah, bring him back. Does he mess up the chemistry? No, nah, I don't think he messes up the chemistry. Because, I mean, they're like, they're not that. I mean, they're playing 
well, but they're not like on fire. And there's a lot of people on the up and down the roster that like aren't playing particularly well. There are yeah. some people that are like unstoppable. JD Martinez is playing great. Mookie Betts playing great. Yeah. But like finally a Red Sox offseason signing is working out. Seriously. I mean, he looks so far. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, bring him back. It's fine. Like, I'm not worried about upsetting the vibe, you know. Yeah, I'm not either. I don't I, think they're winning on vibe. I think they're winning on like good starting pitching and in yeah, good bullpen management. Power hitters acting like power hitters. I'll be curious to see what his relationship with Alex Core is like because they were teammates for a while. That's true. And I actually wonder if he ends up having a better relationship with Alex Core than he did with John Farrell, and that helps him. I'm pretty sure he hated John Farrell. Yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of the team hated John Farrell. Right. So I I think that's going to be a, a like if they put a fucking you know, a beach chair in as the manager he would have better relationship with him than he did with John Farrell. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they did play together. They won a World Series together. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Red Sox, Carson yep. Smith, who is a Red Sox relief pitcher, uh, was placed on the DL this week for a dislocated shoulder that he suffered when he threw his glove in anger after giving up a home run. Smith says that fatigue was a contributing factor to his injury, and Alex Cora says he's surprised to hear that since they check with pitchers every day. Also, it's only, they're only a quarter of the way through the goddamn season. Yeah. Uh, do you think this is a problem for Cora as a first-year manager, or is Smith just trying to not look like uh, such an idiot? I think he was just trying to not look like a dumbass. It's like he, <laughs> when you watch the video, he walks off the field, chucks his glove in the dugout like he's badass, and then is like awkwardly holding <laughs> his shoulder like he knows something just went wrong, and it's like. Fuck, fuck, did he throw fuck. it like down on the ground or like yeah, did like, he just throw it fire he, like, forward? He just chucked it like down and, and out. Just and just wrenched his shoulder out of his, his own socket. Goddamn major league pitcher popped his own shoulder out throwing that's, his glove like an asshole. That's so pathetic. Yeah. So I think he's just trying to not look like a dumbass. Not a great way to do that though. It's an impossible situation to not look like a dumbass after right. you've just dislocated just your shoulder it. throwing just your glove. Fucking own it. Also, He like, might be out for the season. Yeah, they said it might be like, it's like serious. Yeah, it's like bad. He did some damage in there. Fucking dumb guy. Moron. Dumb guy. <laughs> Speaking of dumb guys. Yeah. Uh, old friend Robinson Cano. Robbie. Now plays with the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, he sure does. Know. Uh, was suspended for 80 games for violating the substance abuse policy. Uh, not going to appeal. Although. Taking it on the chin. Yeah. He claims it was prescribed to him by a doctor in the Dominican Republic. Do you buy this excuse from anyone anymore? That's uh, a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even really view it as an excuse. You know? Yeah, like, right. the Dominican Republic is a separate country with different rules and different laws right. and is not governed in any way by Major League Baseball. So to say that, like, uh, to say that you got it prescribed from a doctor in the DR is like, it's like if I got arrested for, like, buying, for, like, having, like, pot. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, but I bought it from my buddy. In California. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, that doesn't, it's not, it doesn't make, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah well, okay, that you just told us how you got it. Right. That's not like an excuse to have done it. That's just explaining how you acquired the drug. Apparently it was like a, a masking agent. You're right, 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 right. It's yeah. a diuretic and they, they, I heard a little bit of the details about like how they actually like test for it and like th they thoroughly test, like they know like where it should be, like percent of like. Oh, interesting. Like if you were using you're, it as a diuretic, it would have this much. If you were using it as a masking agent, you would have this much. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it's not just the drug yeah. period. If you're on it, then you're, you get 80 games. And if you're not on it, you're fine. It's like 
you can be on it, but if you're using it to a certain degree, that isn't the only reason that anybody would yeah. ever use it that much or use that much of it is to like cover up something else. Oh, cool. Major League Baseball is not fucking around yeah, with these they suspensions. Are no Holy show. shit. 80 games and no playoff games. That's like, that's wild. For yeah. Robinson Cano, who's like, you know, we don't interact a lot with the fucking uh, Seattle Mariners, like, but that's their, you know, that's a big, bigger major league market. Yeah. And like, that's their star player. He gets paid a gazillion dollars. Wrong way, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Melissa's boy. No, 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 no. Melissa's boy, <laughs> Meta World Peace, uh, the, the basketball player formerly known as Ron Artest, came out against the legalization of sports betting because it breeds corruption, he says. Uh, he also says when he was in college, he was approached to throw games. And one time he was offered $35,000 to uh, take a dive. Do you think this is a common occurrence or do you think Metal World Peace is just trying to grab a headline? Well, the first thought that came to my mind is when he was like, I denied it or like didn't take the money. And I was like, why? Because you got a, like a better offer? You took one for 50000 instead? <laughs> to win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new Lexus. He was like, that's way better. I'm going to do that. Because people bet both sides of a game. Yeah. And like, I think sure. that's what's important to remember. So I can go and ask a guy to throw the game and you can go and ask a guy to win the game. Right. And the guy can just take both of our money. Or what if both teams are trying to throw it? Yeah. Then what? Yeah. Right. You're now you're the Harlem Globetrotters. So like, I can't. Washington generals. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I can't. One of us has to be the Globetrotters. Uh, I just can't imagine it was a common occurrence. And to me, it's like, okay, well, if you were that worried about it, or this is something that you thought about, like, why didn't you bring it to anyone's attention when it happened? Like, why didn't you alert your college or like the NCAA and like tell them because it was while he's playing college yeah, that it yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, why didn't you? Oh, I totally believe him. You do? Oh, the NCAA basketball, filthy. filthy. Yeah, but I don't think it was someone from All the these, NCAA like, that came young, out. impressionable kids with like, they're not getting paid directly. Well, yeah. But like that's why it's so filthy. Like there's just all this like sketchy money going around. Like they all are getting paid, but none of them are yeah, getting paid. Right. Like, that's They're all like, getting paid. That's why it's all just such a sketchy environment. College sports in general is like just a filthy, filthy place. <laughs> and I think I think you know we've we've had a lot of discussions over the last week since this whole Supreme Court thing happened. Yeah. Where like I feel like in the college ranks is where you're going to be most susceptible to fixing games and throwing games and shit like that because they're first of all they're just young kids. And second of all, like, you know, maybe some of the big marquee star players have, you know, the, the shady little money on the side coming yeah. in. But like, there's a decent amount of the kids on any given college roster that aren't, they're talented enough to be there, but they're not talented enough for like the coach of the team to like buy them a Range Rover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or like buy they their mother a, a house. Yeah. Or like any of those things that you hear about after the fact. Right. So like, there's going to be a lot of players on the edges who would like be like, yeah, I could fucking do some i could i could go for thirty five thousand dollars right now or five thousand you know what i mean yeah. like hey left tackle let the guy through a couple times like remember the titan style and fucking just <laughs> get your quarterback croaked and i'll give you 10 grand after the game hmm. be like yeah fuck yeah he's barry white he's a left tackle he's a big guy he's got a low voice <laughs> he's like i want that five thousand dollars in ribs <laughs> also i think meta world peace is just trying to get in the news but hey yeah you think both are true yeah hmm Oh, I love this next question. Yeah. That you have to ask. Oh, I'm, it's your oh. turn. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, boy. Uh, Boston Breakers, the women's soccer team, disbanded on January 28th. Did you know they existed or that they disbanded? And why do you think women's sports have such a hard time attracting a fan base, particularly in our current climate? 
Uh, okay, I'll take the first question first. Did I know that they existed? I did know that they existed. I did not I, know I they existed. I thought they were a, lot, a cross team, but then I realized that's that's the uh, rocks or something. Cannons. Cannons is the uh, oh. cannons is the lacrosse team. No, yeah. So I knew the Bosnians existed. I did not know that it is banded. Why? This is a big question for the lightning round. Why can't women's sports seem to ever work? Yeah, I don't know. Because I think most sports fans are men, and most men are stupid, <laughs> and like can't figure out the fact that like girls play sports. I went to a Boston Pride game. Yeah, the WNHL. And you said it was great. It was pretty cool. Uh, and that was like right on the heels of the Olympics after the, the mm -hmm. U.S. women's team won the gold. And that was like all rad. Um, There's been like NBA. I saw an NBA ad. The other well, it was WNBA ad, but it was all like NBA stars talking about why they like to watch There's the a WNBA. Big push for that. It's been impossible to uh, ignore on yeah. these uh, NBA Broadcast. playoff games. You've got these like this ad campaign for the WNBA. And I actually think of all the women's sports league, WNBA has been the most successful yeah, at like sure. making inroads and like getting fan bases, like people buying tickets. Yeah. I mean, I think that the NBA has the best shot at it, I think. And I think soccer would probably be up there too. Cause yeah. like a lot of the women's sports like don't have contact, you know, like there's no checking in women's hockey and right. like that fundamentally changes the game, you know? So it's like, it's the same sport, but it's just very different. And I think in a sport like basketball or soccer, that is not a contact sport that like fundamentally the game is the same, yeah. whether it's men or women playing. So like I think that helps. You know? It's it's interesting to me, like to look at. Because in all honesty, like I would not think to go to a women's sports game. Yeah. But like, you know, why not? Right. Isn't that like in the idea of like the Me Too movement and like women supporting women? Like, isn't that one of the ways? Or you like mm -hmm. you have a daughter and you want to like show her options and like how women play sports. And, totally. You know, how it looks different. And I just I, I wonder if sometimes we just forget about it being an option. Yeah. And, and part of the thing is like, you know, a lot of why we're fans of the sports that we're fans of and the teams that we're fans of is because they've just been around. Yeah. Like they just got to exist for a long time and you got to grow up with it and your parents got to grow up with right. it and your grandpa, you know what I mean? Right. Like think about like just sort of like the generational aspect of sport. Yeah. It takes a long it's time. How you get into you can't it. just like pop a team up unless yeah. you're in Vegas. <laughs> Apparently like you can. Pop a team up and like be culturally like relevant you know because even that even in the vegas situation that's a new team but it's not a new sport or a new league right you know? and vegas is a very eclectic city these women's teams aren't just teams they're whole leagues being popped up out of nowhere yeah, that are like okay now this is like a whole separate thing yeah. uh six number six the red Sox uh were last in the american league for home runs last year this year they are first so far at the little bit past the quarter pole of the season with 68. Yeah. Uh, where do you think this power increase is coming from? And does it make you more interested in the team? So far, it hasn't made me more interested in the team, but I guess it should, you know, <laughs> they say like chicks dig the long ball. I yeah, have not bought in yet. For sure. But you know, what was interesting when I was looking this up is that they won the AL East last year, mm -hmm. had the least number of home runs and the other three teams in the AL East were in the top five for home runs last year. Give me that one more time. The <laughs> other, the, the Orioles, Rays and Yankees were in the top five teams of total home runs last year. Interesting. Yeah. So I was like, well now how about that? <laughs> because I think for so long we were kind of convinced that like, Oh, power is what you need. You need that three, four punch. Like that's how you win games. And the Red Sox kind of proved that wrong last year. And yet now they've reversed course and are number one 
in MLB huh. with 68 home runs. So I guess what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many home runs you hit. Well, maybe in the regular <laughs> season. Yeah, but two, clearly... Two first-round exits yes. in back-to-back years right. after having pretty good regular season and teams. one well. of the problems in the playoffs last year is they just couldn't score any runs. Yep. And so I think, you know, when you come up against good pitching in the playoffs, it does make a difference yeah. that you can score runs. And home runs are a surefire way to clear the bases. It also means pitchers have to pitch to you differently as a team because you have to watch for power throughout the entire lineup. So you can wear pitchers out faster, you can get starters out sooner and get mm-hmm. to teams bullpens because you're you're scoring more run and not playing scoring more runs and not playing as much small ball. Yeah, I mean it helps. It certainly yeah. helps. And it's it is more fun to watch. It is lots of fun. Tons of fun. When you're at Fenway, everyone wants to see it go sailing out over the monster. For sure. Chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, exactly. We all dig the long ball. Okay. What do you think? I want to see bunts. I want to watch <laughs> bunts. Fuck a bunt. Uh, question seven. Yep. Big Cat and PFT from Barstool asked ridiculous questions of Brad Stevens uh, on his media call this week. If you didn't hear it, they asked him particularly how it feels to be coaching for his job in the playoffs. <laughs> which is so, which so is dumb. Idiotic because obviously Brad Stevens is not coaching for his job. Right. And Brad was like, what? And um, if he wanted to get LeBron to Boston next year. Which, and he, he was again like, what? He can't, so in that one, he's like literally like contractually not allowed to right. answer because you can't like talk right, about other players. And so he basically ended the call after those two questions. Yeah. And then Big Cat and PFT were like making fun of media members that didn't know who they were or didn't really understand the context of like where it was coming from. Yeah. And we're like, these guys are so stupid. Like, huh, they don't even know that like we're just we're joking around. This is what we do. And it's like funny and one of the guys too the pft dude was like honestly i didn't know that i couldn't ask about other players like he just like wasn't yeah he he wasn't informed so my question for you is like is that stuff still funny from barstool or is their shtick getting old uh i don't know if it was ever i don't think like yeah i don't really find it funny i I, that particular one i think was like extra stupid because it's like if you're gonna get in there and be a troll then like just be a troll ask something like they were just like being like like, are you trying to ask real questions? Are you trying to troll? Because you're kind of like in some weird in-between space. Like when they, uh, like they got some, like uh, Portnoy got some questions in for Goodell, I think, at yeah. the Super Bowl either last year or two years ago. And that was cool because he's like, whatever, he's got his old little Pats fan axe to grind against him. But like, I just like, if they want to be like funny sports coverage, I just don't know if you can do that at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you can like, like it's a press conference. It's not like an environment where comedy happens. Like you're on like a conference call with the head coach of the team. Like if you want to joke about stuff, joke about stuff by all means. Like that's what you and I do. Right. We don't know shit. But like we're not doing it while actually talking to the people who are like trying to like do their jobs like for real. Like it's like, it's not all just like this like jokey thing. And for me, I think that is where I was like, all right, get over yourselves. Like to make fun of the members of the media that were like annoyed that they did it or that took them too seriously. It's like, well, yeah, that dude's trying to do his real job. And he probably had legitimate questions. He was trying to ask Brad to like advance his career, have a good story, get clicks on his article. Write write or report on the team. And it's like you can't be mad at people because you were a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't understand that. And that's that basically humor. all they do now is just like, they just like barstool, just like do dumb stuff. And then just like, we well, mad. Well, you mad, bro. how awesome what? they are for having done it. It's just yeah. like, 
They just, yeah, Barstool just fucking just continuing to like smell their own farts. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. They just love, they love themselves so much. It was like annoying to the point that I couldn't even explain why it was annoying. It's like eighth grade humor where like eighth grade boys like make fun of the nerds in their class and then are like, you're a nerd. That's funny. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I I mean, I think some of the stuff that Barstool does do is funny. That is what that one wasn't. it. Didn't do it for me. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's all we got this week. By the time we get to you next week, this this series might be over. Oh, it will, it will be, be over. over. It'll be over one way or another. We'll know what's going on in the True. NBA Finals. Yeah. Unfortunately, this week, only two games transpired since yeah, the last time we talked. Brutal. So, what the fuck? <laughs> get it together, NBA. Don't you know our recording schedule? Yeah. You know what was happening at the at the Quicken Loans Arena in the time between Tuesday and Saturday? No, what? Nothing at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing. Sometimes uh, when these things get delayed, it's like because you know fucking yeah, monster Bieber, truck rally Bieber's or something in town or oh. some shit. Nope. <laughs> they wanted Saturday games. Yeah. The NBA wanted a better cadence. I guess so. Anyway, uh, you can follow us, interact with us, tell us what you agree or disagree with us on on uh, Twitter yep. at Title Town Cast. Facebook, Instagram, you can definitely interact with us there. Um, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, really anywhere you want. Basically anywhere where good podcasts are found. Yeah, and you can also tell your friends Except or family. Except n- not that NPR One app. Can't get it there. Get advertised about that constantly. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> neither of the people at home, they don't care. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Later. <laughs>